Hi. Um, my name's Natalie. I am a senior at a high school in Connecticut, and this is my book review podcast. So I am currently 18 years old. I live in Connecticut, and instead of doing my traditional senior internship at my high school, I am now doing my senior project, which I decided to do with this book, po- book podcast. So um, today I'm going to be talking about The Idiot by Elif Batuman. So um, let me quickly explain what this book is about. So um, the novel surrounds Celine, a Turkish-American girl who is adjusting to her new college life at Harvard. After deciding to take a Russian class, she slowly starts to fall in love with Ivan, an older, complicated, and hard-to-reach Hungarian student. As the story unfolds, Selin unfold follows Ivan to Hungary, where she decides to participate in an ESL program. However, as time passes, Selin begins to understand the hardships of first love, the difficult and inevitable changes of being a college student, and the journey of self-discovery. So, um, let me quickly also explain who Elif Batuman is. So, Elif Batuman is currently a staff writer at The New Yorker and has been for about since 2010, I believe. And she has also written The Possessed, Adventures with Russian Books and People Who Read Them, which was published in 2010. So, similarly to Selin, who is the protagonist of this novel, Batuman also graduated from Harvard. So, I think that's where she puts in a lot of her own experiences and adventures in the book. So did I like the book is the main question. Um, on Goodreads, I gave it about three stars. This was a very complicated read is all I'm going to say. Um, it took a really long time for me to get through this novel because it was very hard to understand and it wasn't really what I was looking for. When I first picked it up, I was the summary on the back of the book seemed really good and it um it got a lot of crazy good reviews it was the pulitzer prize finalist in 2017 i believe and i think and it also won the women's prize for um in 2017 as well so it had a bunch of rewards it seemed to have amazing reviews and i'm going to be biased i also loved the minimalist cover it was great um so Genuinely, everything seemed um, like I was going to adore this book. And it seemed like this could be a read that would be five stars for me. And that was not it. Let me also quickly explain how my rating works. So one star is absolutely awful, belongs in a dumpster fire. Two is pretty awful, but not the worst thing I have ever read, but definitely would not recommend. Three is just average, just a normal book. It's fine. I would recommend it, but it's fine. Four is I really liked it. I really thought there were a lot of amazing things about this book and I would 100% recommend the book. Of course, there are some flaws in it. And five is a rating that I give very rarely. Five means a phenomenal masterpiece. Out of this world, I absolutely thought it was amazing and probably might become one of my favorites. So that's my rating. So, um, from what I said, I believe I made the summary seem like this is definitely a romance book. This is not a romance book. If you're looking for a nice, cute love story, this is not a cute love story at all. This is painful to read. It's very, there's a lot of 
awkward tension that you feel within yourself when you're reading it. So I would not recommend this if you're looking for a cute, nice romantic read about two college students falling in love. I will delve more into the romance a little bit later and talk about how much I dislike both of the characters in the romance. Um, so kind of as the title seems, the idiot, right? Who is the idiot? So I kind of took it as both the main characters of Selin and Ivan are idiots. Of course, that's not how the book is portrayed, but that's just my own opinion. Obviously, the main protagonist, Selin, is the idiot. So um, it was just an incredibly painful point of view to read from her. The entire story is told from her point of view, first person, and um, just to note, I really love the way Batuman writes. I think that a lot of the, most of the book is uh, portrayed in a lot of snippets and a lot of small observations that really make up the entire story. And that was my favorite part of the book. I really thought that the writing was obviously talented. It was just that the main character was such a drag. It was just such a pain to read. And I wish I could just put my hand through the pages of the book and just shake the character and just tell her to grow a spine ultimately. So, um, I, I was reading a review on Goodreads and, um, someone named Roxanne from Goodreads said, Selin is the kind of character that could drive a person mad. I kept wanting her to just get out of her own way, but that she, but that she didn't, or perhaps couldn't, could well be the point. So, as painful as the book was to read, it took me not too long to stop and say, wait, the, the, her own idiosity is the entire point of the book. I took a, I was about to put the book down just because it was so painful to read, but it really took me a lot of time to recognize that this is the entire point of the book. I would also like to quickly note that this book has no plot. Yes, you heard me. There is no plot. Pretty much nothing happens. It is just a depiction of a poor college student suffering from what she thinks is her first love. And she is pretty sure it is her first love. She is doubting that it is her first love because she is so unsure of herself. And it is incredibly painful to read. So I'm. it's very rare to find a book that is so profound in the title that you kind of it's so rare to find a kind of book that is just so blatant but you don't really realize it towards the end there's always specific maybe successfully there's that moment when you're reading a book and suddenly you find the word the title within the text and you have that moment of I found it I get why the book is written I get what the book is about and I will not spoil it for anybody. That moment is in this book, but I completely glossed over it when I read it. I was, I I thought it, the part where it was mentioned was funny and I kind of just kept reading and I had to go back and I was like, wait. And then I frantically flipped my pages back and I was like, oh, I found it. And it was the, it's the most spectacular moment and moment when you find the title that matches the text and it it was an, it was an incredible feeling and i felt like i somehow understood the entire point of the book which was 
a very winning and victorious point for me. And I just really love that moment. So um, the way I felt reading this book, I constantly referred to it as kind of a comparison to a middle school crush. Like you get that first feeling of like, talking and then not talking and then you're kind of connecting through your friends to talk to each other and it's a lot of butterflies and a lot of first feelings but this was just so much worse this is just a college student and might I just point out that Ivan is about in his mid-20s he's a lot older he's about to I think get his doctorate or maybe graduate school I don't even remember at this point get another degree from He's planning, I think, on UC Berkeley for another degree in mathematics. So Ivan is a lot older than Selin, and Selin is only 18 years old. So just a baby in this comparison. And um, this was so much more depressing than a middle school crush that you typically see in cute books and cute movies. Um, um, It was just... It was kind of a shock to think that we as humans are always going through this motion of wanting to approach somebody and then not doing so and then going back and forth and it's interesting that we always critique others for doing the same thing that we always do like I find it very I always want to just shake a character in a movie or a book or anywhere when that character is not doing something that is so blatantly obvious. It just bothers me incredibly. And that is what I wanted to do here. But then I had to stop and it took me a moment to realize that a lot of us do the same thing where we don't want to approach somebody or we don't want to talk to somebody and we're too shy and we're just hiding from our own emotions. So I think that maybe this is also as boring and tedious and awful and painful as it was to read I think it was a good reflection on how we awkwardly feel ourselves and how awkward we are initially when we first start talking to somebody and how painful it might be for other people to watch so um that was kind of maybe the bad moments of the book it was just very painful and it took me this took me a long time to read like Honestly, I'll be very clear here. This took me about a month to read. It was it was just very painful to read and it was so complex and I kept putting it off and I kept reading reading other books and I don't know. I I would not I knew other I know other people read it very quickly. In fact, one of the blurbs on the cover of the book is I wolfed this down in like 2 days and I couldn't stop reading it. No, that was not me. If you look at other reviews as well, you'll find that a lot of other people had trouble reading the entire thing without putting it down or becoming incredibly bored or skimming the pages. I didn't skim the pages, but I definitely cons- I definitely did consider putting it down and not finishing it just because there were so many parts that I just wanted to get over with. However, I'm going to quickly talk about the writing style of some small moments that I thought were really relatable. So my favorite part about the book and why I kept reading it was Batuman is an incredibly talented writer. And Maybe plot is not her best point, but the way she writes and the language she uses and the vocabulary she uses, I thought was great. I thought it was very relatable. I thought there were so many small snippets into 
life that I just really loved. You know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to quickly grab the book and just quickly skim through some pages that I thought were great. I'm just going to flip to a random page and see what happens. Okay. Um, here we go. Um, this is from quote, this is a quote from page 133. He said my love for you. And then he said it was for someone else from the person writing my letters. He went on about the tremendous value of these letters that were really hard to understand and the difficulty of understanding them seemed to be precisely, precisely what was the most valuable to him. So let me quickly give some context to this moment. So when Selin and Ivan first start talking, they start communicating through emails. Very romantic. Um, but Selin is com kind of gets a little bit obsessed with these emails because one moment Ivan is replying and then he doesn't send anything for weeks and then she rereads the emails and then she thinks okay since he hasn't replied for this specific amount of time I'm not going to reply for that specific amount of time and it's just this awful tennis match of going back and forth but basically kind of towards and I don't think this is necessarily a spoiler it's just a very if you want to skip ahead, you might want to, but I don't think this is necessarily a spoiler. It's just a very uh, blatant and frank point of the entirety of the book. Um, Ivan and Selin are a little bit afraid to talk to each other in person and get out of their email communications because they're afraid that the way they sound on email won't sound the same um, as it in real life. And... I guess that's true for, it's a very, I thought it was a very stupid point for a little bit because who doesn't sound differently in real life? When you're writing an email, you have time to think what you're going to say. You're not as scared to be more vulnerable and personal. It was very, um, it took me a while to think, why are you being shy? Because obviously you're not going to sound the same. And I kind of hated that point of the book a little bit. But I thought the way that um, Batuman righted out these small moments and these little moments of human intimacy were really reflective on what real life is like. Also, another thing that I really, really, this is probably also one of my, if not my favorite part of the book, was a lot of the small snippets of, and this is probably more towards the second half of the book once Selin starts traveling, is when Selin finally... Um, goes to Europe and follows Ivan and she participates in the English uh, learning program. So Selin first uh, goes to Paris with her friend uh, Svetlana who is also from Harvard and they go together with a few other friends and I just loved the way that um, Batuman would write about their adventures and these little moments like the food they would eat and the places they would go and just I loved how I could see the scene through the book I thought that was very incredible and I also loved all of the I loved the side characters more way more than I loved the main characters like I, I really loved the side character of Svetlana who I guess I could consider Selin's very close friend maybe best friend from Harvard and um I really loved once Selin goes to the Hungarian countryside to teach English to village children, I really loved a lot of the Hungarian families that were included within the book. Like a lot of the families that 
uh, Selen stayed with. There were a lot of characters that were very headstrong and had great personalities and just a lot of little Hungarian habits that I thought were very interesting for her to input in the book. And I just thought that that was such a great experience to read. So I think overall, I think a lot of the side characters were personally my favorite part of the book and just a lot of the small snippets and the moments that Batuman would include. So um, I also, moving on, I also saw this Goodreads review. I don't have it copied out with me, but I did see this Goodreads review talking about this book being quote unquote faux smart. So um, faux smart as in F-A- UX smart. Um, and I, when I was reading the re- review, I completely agreed with it. I, when I'm reading a book, I don't want to spend, mm, hmm, how do I phrase this? I love reading a book and I love talking about it. I love debating it. I love feeling like I'm smart when I'm talking about. I think anybody loves feeling smart when they're talking about something, but what I hate is when I try so hard to be smart and I don't feel very true about it and I only try to sound smart just to sound better plainly that's that's what I hate and I felt like this book was that I tried so hard to understand it and I feel like a lot of other people did too I tried so hard to understand it so hard to connect to the main character and I tried so hard to have some sort of epiphany and so um when I got to the ending, I realized that I had none. And if you got, if you, if you, if you read this book and if you get to the ending and I'm not going to include any spoilers here, so don't worry. The ending is absolutely awful. In my opinion, the ending was just bleh, (laughs) um, to put it plainly. It was, um, I mean, it definitely reflects on the entirety of the book, but it seemed like it was the same sadness and monotoneness that Selin had throughout the entirety of the book of like, I have done nothing. And that was basic, pretty much the ending. That's also not a spoiler, so don't worry. Um, um, but I really, I really hated that throughout the entirety, of, and I wish I could go back and tell myself that I should not have spent time doing this, but I really wish I could go back and tell myself that I should not have tried to be such a complex person or try to be smart when I was reviewing or trying to process the book because it was oh that's it was just painful and tiresome to try to get to like the book when it was just a very complex read and it was just something that I ended up not exactly loving so I think that overall if you um if you don't want a long and tedious read, please don't, please don't read this. This was just, um, I mean, it's very complex, but I don't think this is the first book I would really recommend to anybody, especially if you're lo- looking for some nice summer epiph- epiphany romance. I didn't really get any epiphany from this. And I think that mainly when I read, I look for an epiphany from something. And I think also kind of the entire point of the romance was, just this this is gonna sound absolutely awful and I'm maybe somewhat somehow like Stockholm syndrome but not necessarily this um I think that a lot of the romance was craving suffering and drama and I have another Goodreads review that I'm gonna pull up from over here so someone named Blair on Goodreads said the sense that at this age a part of you craves the suffering and drama of rejection because it fits who you feel you are and because it's easier if you're an introverted, 
arty teenager, an outsider, a virgin, then moping and yearning and writing about it are what you know, you wouldn't have a clue what to do with reciprocation. Um, I think that both the main characters really feared reciprocation, maybe Selin more so than Ivan, because I do have to give credit to Ivan because I feel as if he was very straightforward, while Selin was, could not take any hints, honestly, at all. I feel like at least Ivan was sending a lot of hints. Selin was not receiving any of them, and it was that was also a very painful part of the book. I think that I think that maybe there's this this romanticization of suffering sometimes in first love. Not necessarily, maybe, yes, yeah, heartbreak. There's, sometimes you romanticize heartbreak and it's, you might, you know the phrase, and I, I also heard this um, kind of like in a very Kurt Cobain style, I love the suffering, I need it for my art. Like, I love tragedy, like in that kind of sense. Um I could sense a lot of that in this. And I thought that that was, I can see why. And I think that any teenager would, could relate to that feeling and could probably be a huge reasoning for why they would read this book. But when, as I have gotten older and as I've probably experienced more things, I've kind of just realized, please don't, please don't think that way. I don't think it's necessarily a good idea to have it was clear that both of the characters in this romance were not having a good time um they did not want to be in it they it was so hard for them to finally get together and the ending kind of just this is might be a slight spoiler so maybe skip ahead um it just rips them apart and personally i would never think that that would be worth it but Anyways, I also saw that um, in a lot of reviews and a lot of, I also watched a lot of YouTube videos on this book and I also listened to some podcasts. I listened to one about the, from the New York Times review and a lot of people are comparing this to the portrait of the artist as a young man by James Joyce. I have read a portrait of the artist as a young man this year in my AP Lit class and I would definitely, I can see why. It would compare to this book. I can definitely see why. But if you have read Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man, there are so many... There is a specific moment where uh, Stephen, I think the main character's name is, has an epiphany. And it is so clear. And it is such a rich and beautiful moment. It was one of my... I loved that moment when I was reading the book. And that's not the idiot at all. I, I, I would never be able to compare it to... Um, James Joyce's I I honestly James Joyce's masterpiece I thought it was a great book I really loved it I thought that, that was maybe five stars for me but that's for another time all right so anyway um, I think this is where I'm wrapping up my review I think I'm am I over 20 minutes I don't know all right <laughs> we're gonna find out but here are my final thoughts overall I I I um I always side with giving a lower rating than I think I would and at first I thought about giving this book a four stars but when I realized the emotional um the emotional suffering that this book put me through in it being tedious and tiresome and just pain an overall how many times have I said painful in this podcast probably a lot in this episode but I think that overall this is a painful read but 
I thought that the writing style and the words and the language that Batuman used was beautiful. And I loved a lot of the snippets. So since my thoughts are so mixed, this book was fine. Just fine. The writing is very talented. The plot was god-awful because there wasn't any plot. But, um... Overall, three stars, I think. I don't want to I don't want to rate it on stars though just because I feel like that's so good reads of me, isn't it? That's so systematic. I don't want this to be some sort of huge system that's going in a circle. This is I just have very mixed reviews. My final thoughts are that it's very complex, but maybe worth reading for the talented writing that Batuman has created. All right. So, um now that I've wrapped up the novel review I decided that to make this also very fun because I am a teenager and I love implementing my own opinions on everything and I also just love talking and gabbering on forever I decided to include a Q&A in my at the end of my podcast so I went on my Instagram story like the teen I am maybe I also should not say um, that I'm a teen so many times because I feel like that could get annoying um I also included a Q&A at the end of this episode. So I went on my Instagram story and I said, hey, ask me any book-related questions. And some of my friends did. All right, so um, my friend Perrin asks, what are three books you think every person should read in their lifetime? And I got them stacked up right here next to me. Thank you, Perrin, for asking. Um, I didn't necessarily pick these books because they're my favorite. Actually... I probably consider only one of them my favorites, but I just think that these three books are very important to read. They're important. They're important in that they explore human emotion greatly. They put your life into complete perspective. They explore love. They explore family. They explore... Well, one of them uh, explores um, the hardships of being a girl and being a woman. And... um, Here's uh here are the books that I included. So the first one I included is Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng. And I loved this book. I read it last summer and I couldn't stop reading it. I recommend it greatly. Also, since Little Fires is um having a huge TV show right now on Hulu and a lot of people are starting to pick up the book because of it, I definitely recommend reading Everything I Never Told You. Um, you know what? I'm not going to spoil anything. You'll see where my next uh, episode is going with this. Um, another, The next book I picked out would be um, Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro. I loved that book. It was just amazing. And um, the last book I'm going to include is Half the Sky by Nicholas D. Kristoff and Cheryl Wu Dunn. I read this for a summer reading for my AP Human Geography class, and I think it's such an important read. It explores um, the entire any it explores the role of women all over the world and i think it just put my own life into so much perspective okay uh next question my the next question is from my friend megan um how do you find new books i find it overwhelming and hard there's so many options yeah there are so many options honestly i don't even know sometimes so um this is a lot of the, my recommendations come from watching YouTube videos, specifically um, BookTube, which is the book review portion of YouTube, which I binge watch a lot. So a lot of my um, recommendations come from there. Um, some favorite BookTubers include, I think Ariel Bassett has a lot of good contemporary uh, fiction 
and nonfiction and poetry and essays. She has really diverse picks, so I, I usually watch her. I also go, um, I look at recommendations from LitHub. I look at bestsellers at Strand. I look at anything that the New York Times or the New Yorker recommend. I get a lot of my picks from those. So I think that those are good places to start. Okay, um, next question is from my friend Maya. Um, if there was an ending in a book you would one in you would like to change, how would you? So um, this is going to be an incredibly cliche answer, and I feel like it's very relatable since the new Little Women movie just came out. But I've always loved Little Women, so um, I think that Joe should have ended up with Lori. Hang on. And before you yell at me, here's why. I think that I did not see any of the chemistry between the... F this is also a spoiler for Little Women, so please skip ahead if you do not want Little Women spoiled for you. But it's your own fault. You should probably have either read or watched Little Women by now. So this is clearly your own fault. Um, not necessarily because I think they would be great together. It's actually kind of the opposite. I just did not feel any chemistry between who Joe ended up with and I don't think that the character critiquing her writing is necessarily like a reason that they should have stayed together I, it was a very small moment I thought I think that it would be better if Lori and Joe could stay together and see for themselves that it would not work out because I feel like there was still a lot of connection between them even after Amy and Lori got married and I thought I think that that's one ending I would change just to see how it would turn out not necessarily because I think that they're romantically good for each other and this last question is a pretty big one also from Maya what is the greatest book of all time um I don't know yet I'm still figuring it out hopefully it will be on this podcast wouldn't that be cool if I read the greatest book of all time on this podcast um well, my favorite book currently is The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. So I guess I could consider that the greatest book of all time, but maybe not. Oh, actually, you know what would be good? The Book Thief by Marcus Zusak. I feel like that encompasses everything enough to be the greatest book of all time so far that I've read. But I will keep you all updated on this podcast. All right. I finished the Q&A. Um, that's all for today. Thank you guys for listening. And I will see you next time when uh, I read my next book. All right. Bye and happy reading.